Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Well, for this edition of the Travelwise podcast, we're zooming across. We are using Zoom to get across to go somewhere in Thailand. And uh, they've just opened up in a little while ago uh, to international visitors, sort of following in from what uh, Phuket did earlier on. So I'm going to be talking now with Bruce Ryder, who's the general manager of the Kamalaya. Is that correct? Kamalaya. Okay, thanks very much. Gilsamari Wellness Sanctuary. So, uh, Bruce, nice to be catching up with you. Sawadika, and uh, nice to be in the land of smiles virtually. Sawadika, Phil. Thank you. Thank you. Glad so, to be on. Yeah, Gilsamari, on the, what should we say, the east coast of the peninsula, or the Thai, the Gulf of Thailand, isn't it? So, uh, That's right. Complete opposite side to Phuket, which I mentioned first of all. So, when did you start receiving international visitors? Well, the, the, the new initiative which is basically uh, the Sealed Root Initiative, or, or it's called Samui Plus, uh, started on the fifteenth of uh, on the fifteenth of July. So it's been it's been uh, it's been going for a few weeks now. Yep. And yep. Um, it followed on, as you mentioned, from the Phuket Sandbox, which started at the beginning of July. So we we started a, a couple of weeks later, which which has worked really well because it's been um, we've been able to look and learn from some of the things that. Mm. Uh, have happened in Phuket, but also benefit in some ways from Phuket's opening because you can now travel from Phuket to Samui after you've finished your initial um, your initial okay. uh, uh, stay on Phuket. Mm. Now, in this podcast, I want to go through a few aspects, obviously about what you are offering at uh, your wellness sanctuary, also look at uh, what's happening in Gilsamui. But first of all, when you say sealed routes, how does this work? Can you fly into Bangkok and get a special flight down to the island or, or what? That's right. Yeah, there's the basically you can fly internationally into Bangkok, and then there is a a, a specially designed transit area that is obviously COVID friendly, COVID protected, um, and that transit uh, allows you to link in with three daily flights with Bangkok Airways from uh, from Savannah Airport in Bangkok directly into Samui. So there are three flights, and those flights are only available for those international guests, and international guests must be fully vaccinated to access their certificate of entry into Thailand. So that's the first big thing that Thailand is working with fully vaccinated travellers coming into the kingdom. A good initiative. And you brought a smile to my face and fond memories of me flying on uh, Bangkok Airways down to Gosamari, and the landing was amazing, just sort of palm trees on either side. And on that occasion, it was quite a long time ago, uh, the the terminal was a, a small shed, effectively. Well, I, I actually, it's interesting. I, this is my, I've, I've, I've now lived in Samui uh, since January this year, and it's my second time living in Thailand. I actually think that, that uh, Samui's airport is one of the prettiest airports <laughs> in the world. It's a, it is completely tropical. It's completely right. open air. It's Fantastic. probably, it's a little bit more than a shed now. I'm yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, it, it's really a lovely, uh, lovely design, very in keeping with the island. So talk about, the, you mentioned the island there, talk about the island now. Let's move on. What is there for visitors to go to Samui? Now, yeah, in terms of uh, restaurants and bars and so on, are they open or, or what? They are. They are. Samui. We're very lucky in Samui. We've had, uh, we've had, we've got limited um, limited cases of, yeah. of COVID here on the island, and the island is very protective 
uh, of of that status. Um, everything is open on on Samui. Um, obviously, some businesses have closed over sure, the last sure. month. That's happened all over all over the world, obviously. But uh, um, from a regulations perspective, everything is actually open and operating on Samui. Uh, one thing you you can't. Uh, by alcohol, and that's something that's happened quite a lot in mm. in Thailand as one of the restrictions that they've had. Um, but other than that, everything uh, everything is open. Uh, you can purchase alcohol, you just can't buy it in restaurants um, and bars. Um, sure. But everything is open. You can have a massage. You can uh, you can go out to dinner. You can do any of the water water sport activities. Um, everything's open, and the island's beautiful at the moment. I mean, it's. It's it's hard for the island because we don't have a lot of a lot of tourists as mm, yet, mm. but it is fantastic for people uh, coming here because the beaches are pristine, Brilliant. the water is beautiful. Um, it's never been uh, never looked more beautiful. This is the time to travel, isn't it? When you haven't got masses, makes things a lot easier to get around and everything else, I suppose. Travel wise with Phil Blizzard news, views, and interviews. I'll come back to the uh, sealed route and things afterwards, but let's go on to the wellness sanctuary. And, and what are you offering? Well, Kamalaya has been around for about it's our 16th year, actually, and yeah. it's it's a it is a we 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 say we are a wellness retreat mm. with luxury rooms. I mean, we're not a resort, a, a standard resort with a spa. Um, we are a wellness retreat with over a hundred treatments. Um, that are all, that have been available the entire time that the, uh, the the COVID situation's been in place. We have 17 programs that you can do. Most of our guests choose to do programs around um, detoxing or rebalancing emotional right. yep. issues. Um, you know, stress reduction, sleep deprivation issues. Wow. Uh, we cover all of those areas with our, with our programs and our treatments, and people stay usually for seven nights plus and just relax in the environment. I would imagine you do need that sort of length of stay in order to take benefit of the, the treatments and uh, what's being offered. I remember going many, many years ago to uh, Chiva Song in Hua Hin and uh, stay there for about, I think it was about five nights. So right. guest profile, what is your typical guest? Look, our typical guest is is we do mostly uh, we don't very 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 few families. We're really focused on on single adults and couples, and we get a lot of an incredibly high degree, uh, high number of of single travellers. Quite often, the husband or the wife or the partner mm. is here and uh, for their first stay at Kamalaya, and right. then. Quite often we find that the partner, husband, wife comes uh, separately the next time or they come together because uh, the original original stay has been successful mm. for that person. Mm. But they're generally, we have a high proportion of, of Americans and Europeans okay. and Australians right, yeah. are, our, are our biggest markets. Yes. Um, and, it, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what we're seeing starting to regenerate again now. So... Since you've opened up to international travellers, has that profile changed at all? I mean, it's early days yet, what you're talking about, just over two and a half weeks or something like that, isn't it, since you've been open? Look, it's really interesting at the moment. I mean, what we're learning out of this out of this whole situation is you can't rest on your laurels. And mm. uh, obviously, certain mar- like the Australian market is completely locked sure, up, so you can't, we can't access that at all. Um, Europeans, there's 
so many different rules and regulations. But we're seeing middle the Middle East, which has never been a huge market okay. for Kamai, but that's starting to uh, that's starting to move quite quickly for us. We're seeing more people interested from Singapore and Hong Kong because we think you know the proximity yeah. to Samui and that those flights are going to open up open up sooner. But we're also seeing a lot of interest from Americans again because the United States obviously is is fairly much mm. um fairly has fairly much opened up and, and, and and Americans are definitely keen to travel. So but definitely we've opened up our, our minds. We've seen a lot more ties yeah, travelling yes. Okay. Um, and that's something we never focused on the, in a big way. Sort of staycation aspect, isn't it? Like we have here in the UAE. And I want to go back to what you were saying about you're seeing more Middle East travellers. Um, can you sort of specify, is it UAE, is it Qatar, Bahrain, Saudi, or, or um, it Look, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everywhere, but I have to say the UAE hmm. um, is, 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 is the biggest market for us. Um, and uh, we're also getting um, um, some business from, from, from other areas, but the UAE is obviously the biggest opportunity. Um, is that going to be um, expats living in the UAE or, or Emiratis? Because the Emiratis love Thailand. Yes, it's a it's a combination of yep. both. It's a combination of both, but I would say proportionately, it's expats followed by um, Emiratis. Okay, um, I don't know if you've got a window by you at the moment. Can you give us a little description of what one could see if if I could sort of look out through that window? I'm, I'm close to the entrance of Kamalaya, so I'm looking out at some beautiful. Um, Himalayan prayer flags, which is um, Kamalaya is designed around not so much Thailand, but around the Himalayas, okay. India and Nepal. Nepal yeah. The weather is good. It's a breezy day today. It's probably about 32 degrees oh, Celsius. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Um, so, look, it couldn't be nicer. Yeah, it's compared with what we got at the moment, which is like uh, 38, 40, 42, and high humidity. So, great. I mean, it sounds absolutely wonderful, especially the description you just gave us. And if people are coming, I mean, down... Travelling internationally, they want to spend, say, seven days or, or more with you, and they fancy travelling on somewhere else afterwards. Are they able to? Yes, they are. So the, the, way, the, the way the situation works at the moment is, is the Phuket system, and um, at the moment that's staying 14 days in, in Phuket, and then you can move around Thailand. You can, yeah. Um, that's going to reduce, we think, very soon. We don't have a firm date, but in the next couple of weeks, we think that's going to reduce to seven days in Phuket, which means we'll see a lot more people moving across yeah. to Samui. Here in Samui, the, the uh, Samui Plus system is you must stay seven nights in a um, a designated uh, resort. Yeah. And there are and we are not one of those designated quarantine resorts, but you stay in those resorts for seven nights. On day eight, after you've had a couple of uh, COVID tests, you can leave that resort and go anywhere you like. Okay. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing people moving out of quarantine mm. and then starting a program here at uh, Kamalaya after, on day eight. All right. Well, Kamalaya sounds a wonderful place to be based for seven or ten days. That's absolutely marvellous. And uh, yeah. we hope you can uh, you boost a bit more traffic from, from the Middle East. And uh, Bruce, thanks very much indeed for joining us on the TravelWise podcast. We're going to finish off. We have some good news at the moment from uh, the UK. They've now put the UAE onto the amber list, so uh, you might uh, lose a few people going west instead of east, but uh, people desperate to go back and see their family. Put up a good vibe. Yeah, sure you you will. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. TravelWise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. And if you would like to have a podcast production for your organization, do get in touch with me. Drop me an email, philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production.